Evidence is mounting that civilian agencies are spending less than what they received in appropriations for fiscal 2019. Not so for defense, which appears to be spending what it has the authority to spend, maybe more. This dichotomy concerns contractors, as we hear from Professional Services Council CEO David Berteau. David, what did you find here? Well, we just got the data, Tom, and and good morning. It's uh, good to be here, as always. We just got the data for the second quarter of fiscal 19 spending for civilian agencies. That's January, February, March. And since DOD delays its release of data by 90 days. We just got the first quarter data for DOD. So that's October, November, December of 2018, the first quarter of of FY19. Uh, DOD spending was up substantially, really by $36 billion over the previous year. And civilian agencies were only up for the second quarter about $3 billion. Let me put that in context, right? Because if you go back to a year ago, all agencies, DOD and other agencies, were under a continuing resolution for the start of FY18, and it was funded at a level well below what they ultimately got in the appropriations as a result of the deal a year ago on raising the caps. So they were overly conservative They were in overly conservative. Actually, DOD even a year ago was spending above the CR level, so they were anticipating the increase that ultimately they got. Now, we only track contract obligations. We don't get good data on all the spend, and we'll come back to that in a minute because the government's making it harder for us to get the good data we need. But on the contract obligations, we would expect DOD to be up about 15% over where they were a year ago. And they're up by more than that, actually. So they're clearly spending uh, 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 all their appropriations that they have. The second thing that's important is DOD actually had its appropriations in place at the start of fiscal year 19. They got the appropriations bill signed in September. Correct, as did a couple of big civilian agencies also, like right. Homeland and Veterans Affairs. And, and HHS. Those are, I mean, about, about 75% of total appropriations were in place at the start of the fiscal year. So for the first time in a decade or more, these agencies weren't operating under the typical constraints, particularly for contractors, that occur at the beginning of a fiscal year under a CR. So we do see signs that DOD did remember how to do it right even if they weren't under a CR. The civilian agencies is less less visible that that's what they were doing. And I think we're seeing that in, in contract solicitations, evaluations, and awards as well. So if the civilian spending is weighed down, could this be a function of what the agency leadership perceives as Trump administration policy, which wants to trim down the federal civilian side of government – but build up the military side. That's not Congress's intent. But could that be what's happening at this point? It could be. And there's two dynamics here. One, of course, is is Congress is, is focusing now on FY20. That's what the budget proposal is up there for. And we still don't have a deal on what the caps and the spending levels will be for FY20. So there's less attention perhaps being paid to what did you do with last year's money. Uh, and at the same time, we're seeing the administration is not actually providing the information that we typically see. You know, when the president's budget is submitted, you usually have information. FY20 will be a one-year lag, so you get FY18 actual obligations. We haven't seen that data yet coming out of, of OMB. This is indicative of, I think, a larger problem as well because we're seeing the government cut back substantially on the data they make available to the public. This not only reduces accountability, it makes it much harder for the member companies of PSC, for example, to know what to plan for because the government's not telling them what they're doing. Kind of interesting in light of the Data Act, which agencies are supposed to be implementing to give transparency to spending. It, it's critical. USAspending.gov and the administration has embraced the Data Act. They haven't tried to 
undo it. It's a statute. Right. So so last week we, we, we learned that uh, the IT dashboard that OMB releases, which is the IT spend across the agencies, um, only had about half the dollars in it that it had a year before. And sure enough, there's data missing that was there in the past. Uh, when, when, G, when the General Services Administration was asked about this, um, they stated publicly there's no expectation of any additional release of data. How do you have accountability? How do you have visibility? How do contractors even plan for their business when the government's not giving them the data on what they're spending the money on? We're speaking with David Berteau, CEO of the Professional Services Council, and getting back to the underspending or what appears to be underspending for the fiscal 2019, is there anything, any strategy contractors can take to pry money loose or to see encourage agencies to go ahead with solicitations? Well, I, I, I want to be clear. They're still spending money, right? So it's not as if it's dried up completely. And, uh, and, and actually, agencies are fully funded now. You know, at the end of the shutdown, the agencies did get their full appropriation for FY19. With the uncertainty, though, about how much you're going to get in FY20. And we're hearing stories. Again, I don't have evidence. We're hearing stories that not even all the FY18 money has necessarily been uh, uh, allocated to the programs yet, right? And so you have agencies where they haven't even gotten last year's money, much less this year's money. In many cases, this is two-year money, but they only have six months left to spend it. Um, So companies need to, I think, do three things. Number one is they've got to make sure that what they're offering is high on the priority list of their agency customers, right? Because that is where they're going to focus their their contract obligations. So, for example, the EPA administrator, both of them, have really been working on the Superfund. That seems to have become a priority for EPA despite all of the other controversy surrounding EPA. But Superfund activity – would be an example. It would be an example. And, and if you're in the services business, you, you can tailor your offerings to make sure that it's consistent with their priorities. I think the second thing you need to do is to pay attention to the contract vehicles that you're using, right? Because what you want is a, a vehicle. You want to make your offerings on, with a vehicle that's uh, got a pretty broad scope so that it can fit whatever the agency wants to do and has enough ceiling available that they can move work under there and move it under quickly. And so that's the second thing. And obviously, companies like to be on as many vehicles as possible. We're watching, by the way, very closely OMB's plan to consolidate all the multiple award schedules down to one because this will make that that strategy a little bit more difficult. This is the GSA effort for Schedule 70 and everything else being one giant schedule. About 24 multiple award schedules being consolidated, and they're supposed to have a plan out by uh, by the end of this fiscal year as to what the architecture would look like to do that. And then the third thing you want to do is you'd like to have your offerings be something that shows some results pretty quickly because that will reinforce the reward that the agency gets for having done good work in a timely way with the money they have, and it will bolster their case to get more money next year. And you did mention the shutdown. Is it your sense that companies that were harmed during that period have pretty much been made whole or gotten themselves to wholeness? We've pulsed our members. The last time we looked, we still had agencies uh, that had not fully paid all the invoices for work done uh, that was authorized and, and had funds available during the shutdown or in some cases even before the shutdown. And it's certainly true that agencies uh, have not made their companies whole yet, either through equitable adjustments or other other contract actions. We continue to work with the Congress to pay attention to this issue. Uh, one of the things I think uh, I may have mentioned is that you know every time I give a talk, I ask in the audience, how many of you think we've had the last shutdown? And so far, not a single hand has ever gone up. So we know we have to prepare for this possibility again. Well, things are pretty crabby on Capitol Hill in general. So that's going to manifest itself, I think, in the budget talks at some point. They just haven't gotten around to it yet. Uh, exactly. I'm not certain, but I think you have interviews later this week with uh, about the Hill. And one of the things you might ask is how many bills have they actually passed this year? I think Congress is on a, a path to be an all-time record low for the amount of legislation passed. 
The fun begins, long, hot summer yet to come. David Berto is CEO of the Professional Services Council. Thanks so much. Thank you, Tom. Look forward to the next time. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Listen to The Federal Drive on demand by subscribing at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature.